Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is straight talk you won't hear anywhere else. I'm Galen Bingham, and this is Whiskey, Jazz, and Leadership Podcast. Cheers. But sometimes what you need to do is not easy and, and you put it off or you hesitate or you don't do the hard stuff. Who around you is holding you accountable, pushing you, nudging you to go that extra mile that you would normally stop at? It's almost like that. I always, I always, my analogy that I use a lot is that, that um, buddy in the gym that coach in the gym, that fitness trainer that is pushing you to get that extra rep in that you would not get by yourself. Dr. Peter A. James is a certified and credentialed business and leadership coach who focuses on helping executives and businesses transform from average to high performing. Peter offers more than two decades of leadership-laden experience stretching from his service in the U.S. Army to his role as chair of the business school within a major university, also as an executive coach. Tonight, we're going to crack open a warm one for a cold night as we sip on a little whiskey and talk jazz and leadership. All right, boy, that, that, that is good. That is really good. That is some uh, some John Coltrane to kind of set the mood for this conversation. Uh, I'll tell you, I've been I've been waiting for this one and looking forward to this conversation for a bit. And uh, so, Doctor Peter, <laughs> dude, come on in, man. So this is this is uh, you know our first time doing having this kind of conversation. Yeah, man. Uh, we've known each other for a bit. And I'll let you tell the story of, <laughs> of how we met. But this is a different format for us because we're usually both pretty buttoned up, uh, <laughs> you know, pretty, pretty white collar, pretty professional. And um, as we talk about these same topics, but this is a, kind of a different feel, man. So tell, tell, tell everyone a little bit about you. Ooh. And uh, you got to work into that. My, my number one question what you drinking <laughs> let's start there let's start there for sure how's that i am sipping on some uh some knob creek number nine nine year old knob, knob creek and um i like to dabble with my whiskeys and i came back full circle around a knob creek and my favorite now this is a question that's coming later on but i'll jump there too is woodford reserve it's very smooth it goes down really easy for me 
And, um, but yeah, I'm not, first of all, I, I'm just excited about this opportunity to talk on these three topics right here that are near and dear to my heart. So yeah, let's just dive into it. All right, so now in, in, in honor of this conversation with you, I broke out some wood for reserve. Right, nice. So I've got I've got a couple I've got a couple. This is the classic. Yes, yes, it double is double oaked, uh, which I can you know I can appreciate. Yeah, um, yeah. I've also gotten into into this one. This is the Masters Collection with yes. Reserve Batch Proof. It's a little 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 pricier. Well, yeah, this is only for special occasions. I, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I think this might qualify. I think this might qualify. For a celebratory day. So I'm going to go ahead and, <laughs> and pour me a little as we get into this conversation. So <clears throat> talk a little bit about um, your background yeah, wow. and where you are now and kind of how you got here. And uh, as I as I enjoy some of this some of this uh, Woodford Reserves <laughs> uh, Masters collection. Yeah, wow. Um, my my background is um, is pretty deep, and the story to get here would be here more than the time that we have for this show. But um, uh, New York City, single mom. I'm Brooklyn, as a matter of fact, and uh, through by way of Boston, Massachusetts, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Florida, uh, military destinations around the world, and, um, and then now in Chicago, Illinois, here you have me uh, as an executive and leadership coach who happens to moonlight a little bit as a professor of business and entrepreneurship and um and then of course as you know sips on a little bit of uh whiskey here and there <laughs> and, and, and you moonlight as a real estate developer yes i do i do that's a hobby that's a hobby kind of um and um i always say my day job helps to pay for my hobby a little bit and i enjoy the, the real estate game is very fascinating to me and i'm I've, i dove head first into that and i have a couple of properties floating around Gotcha. And then you dabble <laughs> in some certification stuff with yeah, one of the biggest organizations that we coaches um, bow down to. The International Coach Federation. Um, yeah. Um, as an executive and leadership coach, that's my thing. That's my passion. What, what I do, what we do. And um, part of the, the governing body of coaches internationally is the International Coach Federation of which I play, um, played some various roles in and continue to play various roles in. And I'm excited about uh, the things that I'm doing with the, the organization, which also helps with the, the career as well. So, you know, as we've spoken about before, um, I mean, I love doing what I love to do, mm. you know, and uh, going to sleep. I don't like to have the stress. Too many times people in my lineage have had stress for work and I've, I'm here to kind of help squash that and to also give them the um, homage for the the groundwork that they've laid for me as well gosh we're getting deep already I haven't even started sipping on this bourbon here man, hey, man we'll, here, so. you start drinking man we'll get even deeper 
<laughs> going very deep. I went to the ancestors a little bit there, Galen. That's right up your alley too, right? Uh, you know, I tell you, man, um, that that is definitely something that I've gotten into more and more because you you and I talk quite a bit, and uh, I think a lot of people uh, know us from some of the things that we do together, uh, sure. and, and we do a lot of things to, together professionally, but I don't think folks realize that we're literally um, coaching accountability partners. I mean, like, yeah. I get to tell you that you're whining every once in a while, <laughs> and you get to tell me to put on my big boy britches uh, every once in a while. Uh, I was actually, right before this, uh, I was on uh, it's a it's a new platform called Clubhouse mm -hmm. that I just got turned on to, and um, I was in this room and they were talking about accountability. You know, how do mm -hmm. you hold your brother accountable? Yeah. And um, you know, w one of the things that I said was that uh, there were two things that I try to keep in mind. And I'd love to get your thoughts on this. Number one, ho holding people, holding my brother accountable is is about maintaining the standard mm -hmm. because it's always tempting to, to take shortcuts. It's always tempting. The world is always pulling you to, to not play by the rules or, you know, don't give full service 100% of the time. So my job personally and professionally is to maintain the standard. You know, this is who you said you were. Is yep. this action consistent with that standard? And then my second uh, priority, personally and professionally, is to um, suggest what more might look like, mm -hmm. suggest what better might look like. Yeah, the next um, level. Yeah, what, 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 what that next level might look, even if I haven't been there, right? Mm -hmm. So what's your, what's your take on that? What, what would you, yeah. how, how would you have that conversation about what accountability means I believe that ties in very closely to this leadership topic that we're talking about also from a perspective of do leaders have accountability partners or people to hold them accountable for their own leadership capabilities for their own leadership um, um, you know that they have for their companies for their countries for their households to that to that extent and um, I think it's very important to have people you can bounce ideas off of. I won't even say it's important. It's like mandatory that you have people who can help to hold you accountable, especially if you have goals, dreams, and objectives in your life. Uh, oftentimes, it's not, we don't do a good job of holding our own selves accountable. Mm. So, so that being said, how can I adopt others to play that role for me so much so that it stretches me, as you just mentioned there, it helps take me to that next level that I almost didn't think was a was um, a, I could accomplish. So it's, it's a mandatory thing there that I seek out to get to that next level. And if, if you're watching this and you don't have that person or persons who are helping you stretch, you're staying in that space, that comfort zone that we like to call it, that 
can just be comfortable for sometimes too long. Yeah. And if you're a leader in that space, that could be a recipe for a little bit of disaster. Hey, hey why, do you, why do you think we, we struggle with that? Because I, I know in even the conversations that we have, I mean, we, we meet once, um, sometimes twice a week, but mm -hmm. once a week, we are like all in 90 minutes, what's going on, what does the next yeah. level look like? And um, I, I know usually when I'm coaching you, I'll, I will preface, uh, a lot of times I will preface my questions by saying, okay, I'm gonna ask you this question, but you can't ask me this question when it's your, <laughs> when it's my turn, right? It's like, how is it that we, we can yeah. personally know what to do for someone else, but for us, for ourselves, it seems, yeah, you know, revolutionary. But that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Because um, by ourselves, it's it's easy for us to say stay in our comfort space. It's easy for us to say stay where we are warm. It's like being in the bed in the morning. You don't want to get out of bed. It's warm. It's cozy. But stepping outside of the bed, stepping out into the cold almost requires a little bit of nudge. Now stepping outside into the cold where it's 30 below, you need more than a nudge. Mm -hmm. You need some support, uh, cheerleaders, um, you know, some comrades who can really um, help you understand why you need to do this, help you really dig into the why beneath your goals and your dreams. And I think that's what we do very, very well. We we don't just say, hey, you need to do this or why, uh, or how are you doing this? But what is the reason that this is important? Mm. So that, and who is it affecting, right? So that now this, this objective, this dream, this goal is more impactful and more important for the for you as you are going along this journey and makes it almost easier to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. So now think about it if you're a leader in this in this um, space and you know your leadership capabilities and you know what you need to do but sometimes what you need to do is not easy and and you put it off or you hesitate or you don't do the hard stuff who around you is holding you accountable, pushing you, nudging you to go that extra mile that you would normally stop at? It's almost like that. I always, I always, my analogy that I use a lot is that that um, buddy in the gym, that mm. coach in the gym, that fitness, fitness trainer that is pushing you to get that extra rep in that you would not get by yourself. That's good. Yeah, that's good. All right, so so now the, the so far these are topics that we probably would have would have discussed without the whiskey. <laughs> so uh, let, let's go a little deeper. I'm gonna let you take another drink because uh, you know when we think about uh, you, you said that having someone around you that will hold you accountable, that will call you out, that will tell you. I mean, even if you borrow what I said earlier, um, tell you when you're when you're missing the standard. Yeah. Uh, we've had some leaders uh, in public office that would run from anyone, would fire anyone that would dare try to hold them accountable. 
mm-hmm. uh, and they ascended to the highest leadership role in the land. So why do you why do you believe that it's important to have people around you that will that will call you out when our president didn't have that for the yeah, past yeah. four years? And and that's the reason right there, you know. So it's it's interesting. Uh, the the conversations that are going around in our circles right now are, you know, the template for rising to that level of office has been laid. Mm. So now, what are the type of leadership that we're going to see follow suit because of what we've seen? And and it's funny those. I've even talked lately with individuals who have been a supporter of our current president. And they have even said to me, yeah, he's, he's done himself in. Mm. (laughs) They support him and they're telling me he's done himself in because of maybe he can't keep his mouth shut. He can't stay off of Twitter. Um, He's a little bit, you know, braggadocious, a little bit narcissist as we've heard many times before. They've, they've said that multiple times. So what can we learn from that? Mm. Right. Um, obviously, they are fully aware of his his dark sides, his toxic sides to a certain extent. But now that kind of validates the whole accountability partner to a certain extent that, hey, wow, even if he was doing the best job possible, how could he maintain that and strengthen his base, strengthen his his um, supporters um, with what he was trying to accomplish. And I think that's where the accountability partners, I think that's where the the um, humility, emotional intelligence that we can start uh, going in that direction a little bit come into play because yes, you can accomplish a tremendous amount of things if you're able to understand others, respect others, their relationship with others, the needs of others, right? and how to help lift them up as opposed to just lifting me up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's how, conversation. How, how you communicate your message, right? So important. So important. Uh, you know, um, actually, um, today and for the rest of this week, I'm going to be locked into uh, another certification program. Mm-hmm. For, for my coaching business and it it so far it's really distinguished between uh those those things that you do well and those things that can that could uh become a derailer for you yeah and the point that was made today is that there's usually a very thin line mm-hmm. and those derailers are, the, are are usually strengths taken too far <laughs> You know, so the things that you would lean on to get you to that leadership point, if you don't have someone to hold you accountable and kind of hold that mirror in front of you, you could continue to use those strengths and take it too far. And now that's going to become the very thing that does you in. Uh, and I think that ties so nicely to what, what you were just talking about. Yeah, we don't recognize. We don't recognize when we've gone too far. Right. We, we just don't. We're blinded by our success to a certain extent. And again, it takes others around us who care for us, who are passionate about our journey as much as we are to say, hey, hey, are you not seeing this? Why aren't you seeing this? Right. What's going on? Let's have a conversation. And me being 
humble enough, me being aware enough to, to take a step back. And as I like to say, shift my mindset in order to, to, to affect the future for uh, the better or for positive. Right. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And, and then the other, the other piece that we haven't talked about as much is this jazz piece. And yeah. um, for yeah. me, it, it's, it's kind of a metaphor for this work that you and I do, but it's also a metaphor mm. for life because, um, and, and I compare that to like um, classical music where everything is written down, you know exactly what's supposed to happen. Uh, jazz, um, it's not spontaneous. It's not right. haphazard. There no. is a structure, but there's freedom within that framework. As long as you, as long as you get to this to this point, how you get there yeah. is up to you know your ability, your skill, your daringness, um, and um, actually, you know, some of the greatest jazz musicians uh, I've read that they will intentionally take themselves off course just to prove that they can get back to where they're supposed to be before before they have to turn it over to the next person uh so how how would you i mean how does that jazz metaphor play into what you do and kind of what you're listening to right now This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.